Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about reading and how you can read your way back to peace and calm. Anxiety has gotten us very far away from feelings of peace and calm, and I wanted to touch in today uh, about reading and reading your way back to that state of peace and calm. I received an article in my email. I think it was a it was just an email. I don't think it was a blog post, but it was from Chris. Cresser, and I'm actually hoping to have him on the show at some point. He's such a delight. And his email triggered my recollection of how much I read in order to help me find my way out of the wormhole of anxiety and panic. Now, some of the things that come up around reading, you know, people get into all kinds of things. They don't have time. They don't know what to read. They don't want to be on their screens. They will often use that as an excuse. Well, I want to remind everyone that they do still have books that are on paper. And I think that's a great way to spend your time reading if you can either get them online uh, at your local bookstore or from your library or even going through your own collection of books that you have. Sean, who does all of my editing and helps me, he's my right-hand man, has actually rediscovered his treasury and collection of books and has also been re-experiencing the joy of finding those books. Often we have books, I know I'm guilty of this, many books that I had not read or maybe I had started but hadn't finished. It wasn't the right time or whatever. But today I want to share with you why you should do this reading and how it can really help you with your anxiety and panic. First, a couple of little tips here out of this email from Chris Kresser. He said that uh, he had spent a lot of time studying the habits of successful people over the years, and he found that one of the habits that almost all of them have is that they read a lot. Now, we're not looking for uh, we're not looking for business success here. We are looking for success in our own emotional lives and being able to do what we want and reach our own goal can be just as important as reaching some of these business goals where uh, Chris was talking about here. He goes on to say that they aren't reading People Magazine or their Facebook or Twitter feeds. They tend to read nonfiction 
biographies, and other long-form content that provides educational value. And so I want to comment here in that this is how I read. I read a lot of nonfiction And I did read a lot of biographies. I actually read a lot of things on how people healed. um, And a lot of it was actually people who were also talking about how writing and uh, journaling could also help you come out of that state of whether it was anxiety, some people were talking about their depression, or some other forms of not being quite right on their top of their game and being able to bring themselves back to their inner self that really did have the answers through writing. And so I was reading about people writing (laughs) quite often. I was really quite interested in that. But I also read a lot of other biographies. I read a lot of nonfiction. And I was reading in books because a lot of my work that went on for me to crawl out of the wormhole was before the internet. So I did not have the screens that uh, we all have now. And but I still see the value nowadays in books. And so I want to encourage you to be using books if you can. Uh, Get on the screens if that's what you've got available. But start looking at some of these ways or these types of of reading, nonfiction, biographies, long form content. I think that's important because it helps to keep us in a a mode of being able to concentrate and to take ourselves out of our own thinking for a moment and actually concentrating on what is being said and, and maybe even being able to integrate it into our own lives as we go on. So Chris goes on to say, but how do you read this much when you've got a full practice, a family, and other obligations? And that's where a little strategy and technique can go a long way. He said, here are some ideas for making more time for reading and self-educating. So I would like to say, yes, self-educating and self-healing so much can be done through the type of things that you are reading. So much healing can happen. And it doesn't have to be nonfiction. You don't have to be reading books about anxiety. Actually, you'd be better off if you didn't. When I was reading, there weren't, back when I was struggling with my anxiety and panic, there weren't a lot of books on that topic. I mean, at least not at the library where I was at. And I want to say that now there is. Self-help books are huge now, um, but you can also get into, see what kind of philosophy might be interesting to you. See what kind of biographies might be interesting to you. Maybe reading about somebody else's story can bring you just a little bit out of your life and seeing a bigger world and how somebody else, you know, got through maybe some even more challenging times than you are going through at this moment. So try to make uh, this kind of reading a priority. And in order to read a lot, Chris goes on to say that he 
would go as far as scheduling reading periods in his calendar to make sure that he has the time to do it. Now, I um, don't need to do that because I am always drawn free time. I would want to go to reading. But if you have the kind of life where maybe you don't have a lot of time, maybe you do need to put it into your schedule. See, experiment with this and see if this can't be another healing modality for you. Some of the ways that we can find more time uh, in our lives for reading and self-healing can be to cut out and reduce things such as television, um, our screen time, meaning our Facebook and Twitter and maybe Netflix and Hulu and the things where we just kind of go when we are tired. Um, I can actually even make a choice sometimes. I'll say, oh, I really just feel like zoning out a little bit with something for entertainment. But then if I think again, I'm like, well, maybe I would rather get in and read a couple chapters of that book that I'm involved in right now. And we can make a choice. Some days we are just too tired and all we want to do is zone out. That's perfectly fine. But if you want to, you may want to start setting a little bit of time aside for reading that can be for your self-healing. Another way that you can do it, and I love this also, is uh, to listen to audiobooks. So this allows you to be able to be involved with a book or to quote read while you're uh, driving or cooking or working out, you know, walking to work. Maybe you're uh, also, maybe you're a runner and you and you like to listen to something while you are out on a long run. Another thing you could do is to start a book club. This is really a fun way of being able to share and take the idea of healing from books a little bit further. Now, it doesn't need to be a therapeutic book. It can be any book. It can be a novel, a biography, nonfiction, whatever. But once there is discussion about it, and that's what book clubs are great for doing, is bringing people together who maybe wouldn't be together otherwise and discussing what they have read in the previous chapters, however often you meet. This adds an element of uh, of discovery, of self-discovery, and you get to think about your own life differently when you have read something. You're seeing your life through a different lens. The book club idea also adds an element of accountability, which can be helpful. Uh, My own mother, uh, who is uh, well into her 80s, is in a book club, and she just amazes me because she's always ahead of, of the other people in the book club, and she just can devour a book and really enjoy it. And actually, I've watched her have some interesting insights into her own life, things she had not thought about before from some that they had been reading together. And it was really cool to see that come, to watch her unfold those those new pieces at the age of 85. So, you know, when we think about reading fiction or nonfiction, you're probably thinking you're of reading books because I'm talking about it here on an anxiety podcast about reading about anxiety, but I'm not. I'm talking about reading beyond that. Actually, many of my clients, by the time they come to me, they are exhausted of reading about mental health, about anxiety, about depression, stress. And so 
I say, good, put those down. Like, read about some other subjects. Now, we do have a lot of reading that we like to do around anxiety so that we can understand it and be educated on what is happening to us, but there is a time and a place to move on also. So if you are interested in reading anything, philosophy, fiction, nonfiction, biographies, history, you can know that the findings, the studies they have done on reading and health, mental health, is that reading is proven to reduce stress and increase relaxation. Now, what are we trying to do here all the time? We're trying to reduce our stress and increase our ability to get deeper into our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest system. And that is relaxation. So reading can really help to get you there. It can be the vehicle that gets you to reduce stress and increased relaxation. Doctors have prescribed reading as a treatment for certain mental health conditions. And I think that anxiety is in there. And I think that you don't even need a prescription to do it. It is safe and it is uh, has no side effects, although it may be habit forming, but I think that that might be a wonderful habit for you to be developing. And they find that people who read often become more empathetic. And that can be a wonderful thing also. Many people who have been suffering with anxiety or depression for long periods of time have begun to lose their empathy. They're tired. They're worn out. We, there is a point where you become jaded and Reading in and of itself, this is wonderful to know that people who read often become more empathetic. So if you're looking for some of the favorite books that are around healing from anxiety and panic, you can visit our website at uh, www dot the anxiety coaches podcast dot com slash resources and that is our page with the books on it and many of those are about meditation they're about anxiety they're about stress reduction I think we have Claire Weeks's hope and help for your nerves on there so there's a, a, a nice assortment Sharon Salzberg's uh, the meditation teachers her books are on there so check it out but don't let yourself be limited by that kind of a selection. I have those on there for people who are trying to wade through the multitude of anxiety books that are out there. And these are ones that I highly, highly, highly recommend. Of course, there's many more out there that you can help yourself to, but these are the ones that I like to have my clients read. Now, go and find your favorite form. In If you don't remember what you like to read, I'm amazed at how many people I run into that haven't read in a long time. And if you can't remember what you like to read, it's perfect because you get to experiment. And if you don't want to spend a lot of money trying to figure out what you like, go old school and visit your library or look online. Boy, we could spend all day just reading little snippets from the Amazon books and reading the reviews on them. But 
just experiment and make this a part of your life. It will be really exciting to see how you begin to look at your own life differently just from having spent some time in a book. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body, and that's from Richard Steele. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 